Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> I'm Issa. I'm Jane. And this is Under the Bleachers. We are two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, five feet apart. Jane's choice. Yes. I had just sort of heard about it on Twitter, but very briefly. It's sort of, um, I don't think it made a big splash by any means. No, I I had never heard of it before, uh, which is surprising because I like Jughead or Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse? Yeah, I think Cole Sprouse. Yes, Dylan, Cole Sprouse. Dylan makes beer and Cole acts. That's Oh, I was going to ask the, what, what Dylan Sprouse is up to. Really quickly, <laughs> want to first bring up Unrelated that uh, Jane just added me using her catfishing <laughs> Facebook account. So if anybody adds you on Facebook, should I say the name of the person yeah, or can. no? If, if you see a Brianna Murray add you on Facebook, it's not, it's a, it's a bot. It's <laughs> I would like to defend myself a little bit. Um, I work I work for a company that like I need to go on Facebook, but I don't have a personal Facebook right now. And so our engineer created <clears throat> a fake Facebook and then I started using it for work but also for some personal needs. It's all <laughs> It's also funny because you go to the person's um profile and it's a blurry it's picture of a blonde blurry. woman and, and and you try to click it and it won't get clear it's just a classic like bot from another country yeah it's so creepy and i use it to i'm part of like um this facebook group for the who weekly podcast although i shouldn't mm. say a competitor's name but anyway <laughs> i like uh so i like interact with with people <laughs> using this and they're probably like who is this person how did you choose her fake birthday so i didn't remember 18th 1995 okay <laughs> i was like what the f- you gave it a fake birthday oh i'm yeah i uh, there was no intro to that jane was just saying i'm i'm gonna add you with a fake <laughs> person okay um how how was your week uh i mean it's okay it's as covid kind of gets worse and worse I mm. am just sort of resigned to to staying in. What about you? Brianna's birthday. Brianna's <laughs> fake birthday is in three days. Oh. <laughs> just FYI. <laughs> I'm so Sorry, glad. I'm fascinated. Um, this week's been okay. I, I've been, uh, I got a new night guard, a dental night guard Hell for yeah. grinding your teeth. Uh, and I actually really like it. It... <laughs> It just has this, like, effect of, like, I was really worried I wouldn't be able to fall asleep with something in my mouth, but it has it, the opposite effect where it's, like, a pacifier and I'm, like, a giant baby. So she, she you enjoy having it in your mouth <laughs> all night. That's good. <laughs> well, That's good. I also went to, I went to the dentist and they have to do a one-week checkup to make sure that it fits your face. And she looked at it and she goes, whoa. It's <laughs> like, what, what does that mean? And she said, well, I just have not seen people like use it this much over a week. Like how much I've like ground it down over wow. the week, um, which is great. It's just great to know that I've exceeded her expectations. Walter um, uh, uses something like that. And I just have to make a request that you wash yours. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you're supposed to wash it with like dish soap. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I put it. I wash it with dish soap, but she, 
she her eyes she did a like her eyes widen and she didn't have a mask on so her her mouth became a literal like the o emoji she was like oh you've really been grinding wait why didn't she have a mask on um i think she was just like showing me like how it goes i don't know she was like demonstrating something interesting but um in the at the dentist's office you you swirl this like hideous tasting uh, hydrogen peroxide solution around in your mouth and then you can have your mask off i do that and as to well, me yeah. okay to me it tastes like snot like pure snot and nate says that that's not what it tastes like well i i feel like what i did which was months ago and in vermont was just like a mouthwash but maybe it wasn't like oh as no it, the snot it's like the, the bottle of material. hydrogen peroxide that i would use to wash like period stains <laughs> out of the and she like put a drop in a cup with water wow and to me it tastes like somebody's throat that has bunk and i'm sure that like totally kills the covid completely yeah that's what kills that's what kills the covid (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) i speaking of scary medical (laughs) (laughs) scenarios i didn't even i didn't even i was like oh i got it i gotta get there uh today we're discussing uh a sick teen movie. Yeah. I do think that's a, a whole genre of teen movies is the sickly teen. Yes. Um, the sickly beautiful teen. Uh, do you want to talk a bit about why you chose this one? Because you wanted to watch this even before we did Tall Girl. I mean, honestly, it just, I, I heard, basically I heard that it was, it was bad. Um, that's <laughs> sort of it. And it does feel more relevant because of the pandemic, even though it mm. came out in 2019. And so obviously every, every decision for this movie was made way before uh, the pandemic happened. But like it, it hits different. Um, <laughs> talking about yes. like mask wearing and six feet apart and all that. Socially stuff. distancing. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Well, after this movie, I watched a normal movie or a movie that wasn't <laughs> about movie. like a sick, <laughs> a movie that wasn't about a sick person. And they were like, getting up close to each other and hugging each other and i was like whoa 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 because yeah. this movie everyone's far apart yeah. and you're like yeah that's normal now um a little bit of background <laughs> i told you i did dig up a lot of research for this movie uh this movie is directed by justin baldoni also known as Raphael in jane the virgin which is really exciting to yes. me i love jane the virgin i love Raphael. Uh, this is his directorial debut. Did I say that right? Also, um, another Jane the Virgin connect is the main actress is engaged to the guy who plays Michael. Absolutely. I was really excited. I was wondering if they're all friends. Uh, and also, I think the main actress and Michael acted in another series together. Mm. And that's how they knew each other. Um, but he, uh, this was a passion project. Okay. Quote, unquote. <laughs> by justin because he filmed a documentary about, called my last days about de- about like death and the afterlife and dying i just I've, i don't know anything about it but while he was filming this documentary he met a real life cystic fibrosis patient which is the the, the focus of this film cf patients um her name is claire wineland and she was an 18 year old youtuber okay uh who had cf relevant to the movie um she actually uh passed away r.i.p after uh i think she got to be in the writer's room but she didn't get to see the film come out um but when she was alive she became a consultant for the film and like talked to the actors um and they also had a retired nurse on set to like advise but i don't think they had any other people with cf 
uh, in the writer's room mm. besides this girl or or any actors for that matter is something that was brought up. But um, this is a passion project by Justin and he's quoted in. <laughs> Sorry, this is just so wild. He's quoted in this article saying like, you know, you never know. An eight year old girl might watch this film and become the scientist who cures this disease, which is just bonkers. I mean, he's not wrong. But it, to say that, like, that's the reason you made this film. He says, like, oh, like, uh, you can't cure something without knowing about it. And you never know an eight-year-old girl might right. watch this film. Which, first of all, I was like, I don't think eight-year-olds would watch this film. It's two hours long. Very it's true. extremely long. Yep. Um, I also don't think that that's why sickly teen movies are made. Not it's, at all. That's just totally melodrama. true. Also, it's um, bad. It's bad. It's a bad movie. It was released in 2019. So uh, our friend Jughead from Riverdale is already famous for being Jughead, uh, or famous for being in Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Uh, but let me just run through. I think this is actually a good time to run through some of the reception that it garnered online. So did did you hear about what what are some complaints that you heard about? I so I only I tried to just read a little bit of it but I I read that like I mean one thing from the CF community is like as we'll discuss there's sort of risky behavior that's encouraged and I mean that stood out to me when I was watching it as well as a huge issue uh (laughs) yes so a huge issue is that the crux of this film is that uh, people with cystic fibrosis shouldn't stay close to each other because they can co-infect each other and this film is very inconsistent with whether there's risky behavior or not because uh, they'll they'll make a big deal out of the f- six feet apart thing but they'll touch each other's stuff which people were really mm. freaking out about and then they'll sometimes wear a mask and sometimes not which is again pertinent to COVID yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, let me tell you about some other online drama that happened which includes uh, an Instagram marketing campaign so when this movie was coming out they asked some influencers on Instagram to use a hashtag five feet apart and these influencers were trying to just like generate content somewhat related relatable to this and so a couple of them compared their long distance relationships or like family members far away to having someone that you can't touch so they're like oh my brother moved away when I was younger like I can't ever hug them I can relate to the these characters who can't hug or touch but like they're like supporting each other anyway and everyone erupt like everyone exploded they, yes understandably people with cf yeah people with cf were like well being an international student is different from having cystic fibrosis yeah a chronic uh yeah disease. and that's you know and then uh, a lot of people also said rightly so that movies like this just glamorize the disease uh talk about um pity porn Mm. where because justin says like oh i want people to walk out of the film with a new respect for life since they're like um and we can talk about all that you can have right look at at all that you can touch and cfers really hate that and you know the things that people with chronic disease like that actually want is better awareness about like drug trials that should be happening or uh encouraging people to sign themselves up as organ donors or like actually giving jobs to disabled people uh and you know i i can link to a few like actual initiatives put up by people with the cf there's an example called the salty girls project which is a calendar of like women um showing their bodies with uh different 
surgery scars and mm. things like that in like a calendar. Um, but it, it, they, everyone was mad. Everyone hated this guy. Um, and also, I agree. I think that sickly teen movies are for people to feel sad, uh, especially when the teens have are wealthy teens with nothing else going on that a lot of people go through. That's um, true. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, we can get into it, but, but yeah. it's never a question of, like, getting <laughs> healthcare. Yeah. Um, so, well, let's let's talk about our three main teens, I guess. Sure. Uh, there's our, our, sickly, our three main sickly teens. Uh, Stella is our main character, played by Haley Lou Richardson, engaged to Michael from Jane the Virgin. Um, she was great. I... I thought she was a good actor. Okay, I thought that she was Zoe Dutch the entire yeah. movie. And That's fair. And I still think she is Zoe Dutch. Like That's try and prove absolutely that. Wrong. She's just like um, a less she's just like a goy goyish <laughs> Zoe Dutch. Like a like a whiter Zoe Dutch. It's it's She's shocking. a smart she's the smart girl Zoe Dutch. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I love Zoe Dutch. I mean, I've only seen the. Politician. I love Zoe Dutch too. I just think Haley Haley Richardson. She she's like the nerdy. Oh okay, I understand. To Zoe Dutch, yeah. I actually don't know anything about. So Zoe Dutch was in the Politician, which is bad, yes. also. But I like her. She's. I like pretty. her. Um, yeah, she. I guess Haley Richardson was in this movie Columbus uh, with John Cho that I now want to watch, but but people sort of. Uh, when talking about this movie, also talk about how she did a good job with such a terrible movie, and yeah, she seems to just be a good, a good. My favorite actor. part of the movie is the first twenty minutes, and it's just like her bopping around, and Same. It, it's totally being a vlogger. Yeah, just like her, her being <laughs> our life, our life aspiration. <laughs> yeah, just like a natural, she, she just has like a naturally like positive vibe, and then everything sort of went downhill when there was like a plot. Totally. <laughs> I I was like, she would be a good vlog. She is a good vlogger, yeah. <laughs> judging from this footage. Uh, we have Will uh, Cole Sprouse, um, who Justin Baldoni also got in trouble because he compared Cole Sprouse's childhood of being a child actor to being a teen with CF in in the sense that people don't understand you and they like kind of ogle you, and everyone was like, that's <laughs> that's also bonkers. I think Justin Baldoni is just a himbo. He's just a dumb cutie. That could <laughs> and be that's, true. He means well. Uh, and then we have Poe. Um, the actor is, I don't know how to say his name, but he was on Hannah Montana. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, I was surprised to find that like, he came from that background. Oh, you don't remember? I actually do remember him from Disney, Hannah Montana. I didn't have Disney Channel. Oh, okay. I, I didn't watch Hannah Montana religiously, but I just, like, remember this character, Rico, um, who had, like, a shop. Anyway, uh, yeah, so let's, as you said, I, I think it does go downhill with plot. So let's let's hop so right let's into So let's go it. there. Take us through. <laughs> okay, so as we were saying, Stella has cystic fibrosis, and she's at the hospital again. Uh, hoping for a lung donor her hospital room is gorgeous beautifully decorated i mean i would be fine i'd be comfortable there um we are shown that she's crazy type a because she makes to-do lists what a freak um and organizes her medicine um and as isa said she posts vlogs to youtube and her besties is uh her besties are the, the gay cf patient named poe no explanation for his name being Poe. Um, and then Barb, her her nurse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
oh to be a hot teen vlogging i i uh i just with the poe thing i was i was like the only other famous like movie character named poe that i can think of is oscar isaac in star wars poe dameron who is also like latino and i was like are they just stealing the other latino character name is that a (laughs) but like i are people named Poe? I, <laughs> I don't a, know. Is that real? No idea. No idea. If there's anyone named Poe listening to this who wants to yeah, fill us in. get in touch. Let, it, let uh, us know It um, just, it seemed weird. Uh, there's an opening montage that reminded me of Love Actually mm. with the people at the airport in Love Actually hugging each other. Oh, right. But it's an opening montage that said that's just like people touching and being like oh like the importance of touch yeah and then there's there's this line at the end where she's like i didn't realize until i couldn't have his touch yeah it's like, super Ugh. dramatic <laughs> it yeah it oh we can talk about this later but it's also just relax you're a teen uh yeah she she her friends are going on a vacay without her everyone has beautiful swimsuits from like j crew the hospital room is beautiful and she's an influencer who decorates it like an influencer i liked her friends i will say like one one part of this movie i was okay with is that she had really supportive friends and there was never conflict of like my friends forgot about me like it's never an issue she seems really understanding of of like the difference of her life and her friend's life and they're super loving towards her and um i don't think i mean it was sort of uh unnecessary in a movie that's an hour and 56 minutes long to have (laughs) as much of her friends as we did but i always complain about teens in movies like not having any other thing happening so i i guess i can't i have to say it's good that she had friends the the scene is nice because she you can tell immediately that she is upset that she can't go but she's not gonna put that on her friends yeah. and so you get this like oh she's a teen who has to like hide how hard it is um i was a little jarred by uh how she said in one of her vlogs that she has ocd and then the whole rest of the movie I was trying to evaluate, was that a joke or is she clinically OCD? I missed her saying that, but I thought she was, like, <laughs> totally normal. And and they, like, completely try and play up, like, what a neat freak she is or whatever. But she, <laughs> yeah. I mean, she's so not, yeah. I wouldn't yeah, say she, call her OCD. She organizes her cart with her meds and she makes lists like have dinner and like crosses it off which is just like it's uh it's also it's also annoying to me because as someone who makes to-do lists that's not what it would look like it just i don't know yeah they are very beautiful too like this yeah like whenever okay i am a huge list maker and i feel like there's like a new trend of people having those journals that's just like dots do you bullet know what I'm journal. Bullet journal. Bullet and like journal. when you look, when you <laughs> go like look at these journals, there are people who are making them to put on Pinterest. Yeah, and yeah, no yeah. one's journal looks like that. It just they look like shit. And you have like markings where your pen stopped working, and like you know, and you're crazed, and like I don't know, they don't look like that. It also the whole room was a Pinteresty room, and I just didn't realize it was a hospital, which is probably the gotcha of the movie i didn't realize it was a hospital room until the end of the scene because she has all this shit on the walls 
and like lights everywhere and then the the whole movie has this vibe that like the hospital is their college campus and like these kids just kind of like walk around the movie and like like, there's this heartwarming yeah there's this heartwarming like private hospital ecosystem where like everyone knows them and they can just like roam the halls and And she like takes trips to the to the NICU (sighs) like it's like a fun little I just like don't think that that's what it's like (laughs) I wish we had I wish well you know you wish we had a sickly teen you should get a sickly teen on the podcast (laughs) I'm not I'm not close with anyone who's experienced this as a young person who's sickly we should have had a sickly guest um but I've had sickly elder elder older people and I don't think they did this <laughs> i just think it would if it were like that it would be a headache for everyone working there to control these teens like acting like they're meeting up at the library yeah like, and to- maybe this is like we don't see her parents until mm. halfway through the movie and like that's another issue is like they're they're just like independent they're just she's yeah, just like they by just herself hang out in this hospital yeah. for for well weeks. the other thing uh she's very mature like she's a girl who codes and like you find out later that you that she studied french and shit i don't know she i was like is she homeschooled anyway but that was the main thing i was immediately struck by that everyone it's this like utopian hospital and then also that i was a little you know it was a little close to home because of the mask and the finding yeah. meaningless tasks to do indoors yeah like, it was a lot uh, all right um we can we can meet the others yeah will so <laughs> will which is the sprouse twin um he he's in the hospital because he's on a drug trial to fight a specific bacterial infection um that's like particularly deadly i, I guess and like it's mm-hmm. it's more serious and he can't get near stella because he could pass it on to her stella of course hates him immediately because he lets his friends fuck in his room and he's not taking his medical care very seriously, which I don't think are, are fair reasons to hate someone at all. And she rudely calls him out by saying, you're the kind of guy who ignores the rules because it makes you feel in control, right? <laughs> which is let's where, this, talk about... this is where the movie gets terrible immediately. Yeah, let's talk about, uh, well, let's talk about our first glimpse of Jughead who is like hanging out with his friends being like hey i have to i have to sleep in that room don't come everywhere <laughs> i like that's literally his first scene yeah they there there's this weird um like he's like sexy like he's sexually like <laughs> advanced and that and he mentions it so much and this is actually like i don't believe it um he has cf when has he been like fucking a lot like, well, her friend, her friend is also fucking other people, oh, or po. dating other That's people. That's true, but like he he keeps bringing up sex with her. Uh, yeah. He does it in two separate times, and I'm like, even if you are a teen who has sex, like, are you so confident? And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like he's totally yeah. not flustered by it. Which, you don't like sex? Yeah, it's it's too <laughs> it's it doesn't um it, it's not it doesn't feel real well, at all. They also, I know that they're trying to paint him as, like, a bad boy, and it's this, like, first they're really annoyed, and then they like each other, but they're really mean to each other in the first scene. Yeah, they're she just, like, no, she's openly hostile. Exactly, and we're supposed to like Stella, but, like, she's totally judging this person who's sick like her, and, I mean, it's supposed to be, like, the meet-cute, like, the meet-cute where they don't like each other, and then eventually they do, but it's so forced and, um... It's hostile! Yeah. 
she's like they're they're like she's like we have nothing in common i was like oh because he has friends that can like have sex in his room like what the other the other issue i had is that the this is the the movie setting up a dichotomy between like being risky like taking risks and not and um i there was no evidence that he was being risky in the sense that like there was no way for her to know that he didn't really take his meds on time. Yeah, agreed. She just judged him for letting his friends sleep there. Yeah, and and it's also uh, like he. I agree that the movie like doesn't have a clear message of like whether it's good or bad because like we find out with him <sighs> that like a lot of his kind of apathy towards the medicine is just like fear about dying. And yeah, so, like, and because he's a really bad one, he has a bad bacteria yeah. that like the prognosis is really bad but um yeah the this is where the the movie so in the very first scenes the love actually montage i thought that the movie was about like touch and really wanting to touch someone so the movie struggles between being about like being a teen and wanting to get nasty with someone (laughs) versus like risk taking or not and then i don't know it it sort of struggled with that and i was just kind of like pick one like what what are you about also, um, do you talk, like Cole Sprouse? Like, what do you think about him? Oh my god, I've watched so much Riverdale, Jane. <laughs> like, I've watched all of it. I don't know if I do. I liked him in this movie. I thought he was. I thought some of the lines they gave him, I was like, ooh, hot. And like, they did get him to like stare longingly at her a lot. I but man, have I watched didn't Riverdale? Like him in this oh, movie. Oh, interesting. I okay. thought like, especially compared to Stella, like. Her dialogue is mostly okay, but they give him so much, like, yearning. Um, yeah. Just, like, yearning, angsty stuff. Um, and I think he kind of overdoes it. I also, like, his hair is dark because of Riverdale. Is that right? Yeah. I don't like Or that. wait, I don't know what his real hair is. <laughs> like, I think he's a blonde. I don't know. Oh. What is it? I think <laughs> we could I think Google this quickly, naturally but... blonde. But oh, interesting. I, I well, the other thing like I was going to say is that this jacket that he wears the whole time, I was like, that's his jacket in Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> the, like, leather. Yeah. I was like, this is his outfit as Jughead. Is there any so chance I just... Jughead has been struggling has from just CF fibrosis? We... <laughs> just, it, ha- it's, it hasn't come up yet. I don't fit. Uh, what's, what's the Jughead <laughs> he wears, He's like, uh, look at this hat. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, Nate will like say that any chance he can get. I don't fit in, and I don't want to fit in. Yeah, that's him. Um, it's the same persona, and we know True. this because he like goes up on the roof again. I, I was sort of like he could be just like a bad boy by personality who happens to take his meds. Like I don't. I, I was like, where's the evidence? Where's the proof that he's bad at taking care of himself? Yeah. Anyway, we can go on. All right. Okay, so Will, even though Stella was being a bitch to him, he <laughs> he likes her because she's cute. And so he watches her vlogs. And then he, like Isa said, he goes on the roof and just, like, is sitting there moodily. Um, and Stella comes up to nag him about, again, his medical care. And this leads to them making an agreement that if Will starts taking care of himself, he can draw Stella. And they start spending lots of time together and later the doctor tells Will that he's doing a great job with his medicine. And by the way, the Bend doctor... Bend it like Beckham. Yeah, the, the doctor is this, the lead from Bend it like Beckham. Jess. Hell yeah, she became a, a doctor. fantastic <laughs> movie. Yeah, good for her. I guess she... I mean, maybe she, like, you know, injured herself and had to stop playing soccer. But. Anyway, okay, so again, I was I was saying that he... 
we see Will asks, what if, what if the medicine still doesn't work? And that kind of reveals that he's, you know, he's scared. He's scared about dying. This is also, we meet parents here. So yes. like Will's mom, who's like super hot and like has oh. had plastic surgery Wait, done. hold on. Okay, there's the first thing that Will says about his mom. <laughs> Did you catch this? No. He's talking to Stella about his mom. And the first word he uses to describe her is beautiful. <laughs> do we Hell yeah. believe that do we find Hell that yeah. normal what if i was just like my mom super she's hot, beautiful like, just <laughs> well and it's weirder for a guy to do it it she also just has no lines the other thing is that stella the first time we meet her mom the first thing she says to her is the divorce diet doesn't look good on you mom which i thought was like an insane joke to me yeah i mean it's obviously it's exposition and also just like roasting roasting her mom Oh my god. Uh the other weird lines I caught here were were from Poe who they give the lines dang girl and you got to bring him with sister. Yeah. It's <laughs> like they're we get it. He's gay and latinx. Exactly. They're trying to make him like <laughs> urban, I guess, compared to Stella being like Oh suburbs. my god. And there there's some barb lines too that oh, I no. took objection they to. They were bad. Who uh which I uh, what 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 reminded I don't know why I thought about this but something that's really funny about Jane the Virgin is that a lot of people watch it and think that Raphael Justin Baldoni is Latino and he's white <laughs> wait really yeah I think he's like Mediterranean <laughs> oh I I guess I assumed he wasn't white but I I yeah well I I haven't looked into I it. only I only know that i don't look up the races of people i like but i i just like know this because people are freaking out about it on tumblr he's jewish italian actually oh I just those are my fa- those are my people <laughs> yeah the, the yeah jewish he's, Italians. I mean, he's super hot um anyway but yeah the we we get introduced to some interesting minor characters uh let's see we also learn that uh will is rich because he stops the lock of the rooftop with two $20 bills. Oh, interesting. I honestly... Do you remember that? I didn't even think about that, which I guess maybe means I'm rich. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> it's, 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 that's... Because she, like, looks at them and rolls her eyes, and I was like, okay, you could also just... There was other ways to... Was there know. a plot or, like, a continuation error? I was confused. At one point, he gets locked up on the roof. Is that mm-hmm. true? And then in the next scene, he's in his room. Do they address that? I think he probably just called a nurse. Shimmied down the like, uh, gutter. <laughs> no, I think he has his phone, but oh, then okay. he probably got in trouble for being up there. Gotcha. I was just like, I need more information because yeah. um, again, they're because they're allowed to roam around this fucking hospital. Yes. Okay. Like another they're in college. Another thing that I liked <laughs> is that because because they're in a hospital, all of their clothing is like really cute and comfortable. Like mm, athleisure. Like, <laughs> exactly. It's all athleisure. Like Stella. Uh, I guess is a pro at being in the hospital so she just has like lots of cute kind of like cute layering like knit shirts um, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Will's character is always in sweatpants which I'm into and I yeah the the modern the contemporary athleisure boy sweatpant which I'm also into yeah oh except <laughs> he has like boots did you see those? Those like kind no. of like badass. Like they're not docks, but jughead, they're kind of like jughead um, boots. They're kind of like 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 combat generic. Boots. Yeah, like combat boots. Um, which I don't like, but um, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, well, they 
he also is a badass because he pretends to commit suicide, which is oh, how we know he's that's, twisted. That's like such a trope in in movies in general. I think um, he he like for the listeners, he when he's on the roof, he's like on the railing and he like stands up on it, pretending he's gonna jump off, and then he like fake trips and falls down, and she freaks out because it looks like he's about to fall off the roof. I actually thought that was insanely mean. Um, but it it's followed by a really funny scene where she's like trying to code her little app and it's not working. So Nate, who was watching this movie with me, was like, you make me so mad. I just got to go code. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a productive thing to do with your anger, honestly. Yeah. This is also, she's a woman in STEM. She's a girl who codes. Yeah. And she's a Girls woman in code. science because she's in the hospital. Because she's sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh this is where i was like does she have ocd or not because she looks in his room and she's like where's your med card why is your vest on the floor can i see your regiment and like freaks out about uh, there's like she's freaking out because she knows next door that he's not being type a about his treatment and i was like if this is supposed to be that she's ocd it's not how ocd is yeah <laughs> like, i don't I, I think like OCD. and if it's not then it's stupid from from what i understand about ocd it's not it's like very very rarely correctly portrayed like it's it's something like this when for i think for a lot of people with ocds it's more of like a ritualistic kind of thing um that pertains more to like their behavior and they would probably avoid maybe i'm totally wrong and i shouldn't be saying this but i feel like they would avoid someone like will instead of like try and fix him which is more of like what we're getting here which is like a I'm going to fix him uh, vibe, which I don't think is OCD. Well, and I I think a lot of, I I know someone with mild OCD symptoms, and I think a lot of the symptoms are just like more inwardly directed at like your own habits. And like if someone else is doing something, it's like, okay, that's not, I'm not going to, yeah, it's it's more a private thing that you do when other people don't see you. Um, like counting stuff. Um, but yeah, I there's this dichotomy of like, are you going to be type A about your treatments or not? Like, are you going to have a pretty... Uh, treatment regimen that you like color coded are you gonna code your own app (laughs) which i was like why the fuck would you need to like doesn't the hospital also in a hospital the nurses are supposed to come in and tell you when to take your meds although i think i think that there's this whole thing where she she's so good at taking her meds that they just (laughs) let her do it yeah she's the star student of the hospital yeah she's the a she's the a plus student of the hospital which is also what he roasts her for um, I just I love to be conventionally hot and just like happen to be sickly and have a vlog that that is a it would be a sweet life. Sorry, that was really insensitive to people who are sickly. Gonna... I actually maybe I'll go maybe I should have watched some of um the real CF or uh, vlogs. I would much they rather did say... watch that. Yeah, they did say the girl, the girl, Claire, who advised on this, like, she was very, something she has in common with the main character is that she was very positive, Mm. Um, which I do think the vlogs that show her doing that were really cute. Um, But there's a big thematic statement where he says, nothing's going to save our lives. We're breathing borrowed air. Like, you might as well enjoy it. Yeah. And that's, like, the central conflict. Yeah. Um, Next point. Oh, really quick, I just want to say, can we talk about their bucket lists? Oh, yeah, their, like, master list, because she has a daily list and, like, a big <laughs> list for her whole life. Uh, I just thought that it was funny that one of his master list ones was having sex in the Vatican. Yeah, this I don't... I thought that was funny. <laughs> As a Catholic? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, 
I this is what I I don't like I don't buy the like overly confident sexual attitude. I just like don't mm-hmm. get it. And like, but I guess I buy it more as like him being a jerk and like faking it. Yeah, I, I thought he was see. just like making fun of the master list. Oh, okay, okay. Was, I got well, it. hers are like volunteer in an important political campaign. It it rocks because they just they don't, don't tell say us. It. Yes, they don't tell. What if she <laughs> was like, just like she was like vol- um, Bush, like yeah, volunteer Bush 2000. for Bush. <laughs> Check. <laughs> Vol- <laughs> uh, study the works of William Shakespeare. That's sick. I wrote these down. Learn to play piano, which I was like, how? I guess a keyboard. Speak fluent French. Share what I know about CF via vlog. And his is like, but what about travel? And I was like, that's just another hobby. You're just saying you have different hobbies. Yeah. Also, but he judges her for not wanting to travel. I would judge her for reading William Shakespeare. That sucks. That's boring. <laughs> if you yeah, if also, you're gonna die in your like early forties, just skip Shakespeare. Also, just <laughs> read it and not make a big deal out of like having studied it. Like, what do you mean studied it? Did you take like an online? Coursera (laughs) like okay it's cool uh we (laughs) did you have to read Shakespeare in school a little bit and I I didn't like it and I never I felt stupid because I like never really understood it um what about you uh that sucks that someone made you feel stupid or that people inadvertently made you feel stupid because no one understands it um (laughs) I the one thing I remember is that we did we did read um at my school in the Philippines we were reading a Shakespeare play a year and w- when we did Midsummer Night's Dream they wanted us to do play like do little scenes from it which is really fun and I think like the only way you can get people in actually being interested in Shakespeare is to just like make them do SNL skits essentially <laughs> um but it's re- but me and my friend were doing the Titania and Oberon scene and my friend just like forgot her lines and went oh shit in front of the whole class and it's one of my fondest memories of early high school <laughs> we had to do we had to do like little um scenes from it as well and I think I was in like I was Juliet but just in like a little scene I'm a terrible actress. Like I cannot do it. And I oh, remember me too. I remember very distinctly that I had to like I think I f- whatever. I found someone's body or something. And so I had to like drop my notebook, <laughs> which was my which was a tray or something in shock. And I remember doing that and I remember a specific girl looking at me with just like <laughs> disgust. Hell yeah. Just like she just was like i'm embarrassed for you um it is it is funny because i think of my filipino school whenever the english teacher would just like not know what to do with the rest of the semester they'd be like okay the next few weeks you guys will pick a scene and then you'll like do it in front of the class and that just like happened multiple times like we just did that a lot or like they'll be like oh for extra credit you can make a video you can like make oh yeah videos (laughs) just like creative project which i do i do miss that is that is fun but like uh but it just i'm like can this whole the entire this entire country is filled with theater kids is like what i realized when i left the philippines i was like we're all theater kids <laughs> i was in like a like the like a sorry i have to say the gifted and talented program <laughs> which is stupid for a lot of reasons Stella. and one of the reasons it's stupid is a lot of the time that we spent when we were like taking out a class was doing acting which is so strange it's to me. Not, I mean, like, I don't know the why. The opposite of talent. Like, they took all these nerds, and they were like, okay, read this, like, um, Edgar Allan Poe poem on stage. Like, what? Who decided that? I did really like my teacher, but um, it doesn't make sense to me. 
Also, the last thing I'll say about Shakespeare is that my brother went to sort of the all boys brother school to my school, all girls, the sister school to him. And he, um, they got to do Romeo and Juliet and we didn't, which is, they were too scared to talk about sex with us. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Wait, do they have sex in that play? Because they are like 12 or she's like 12. It's very like, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- not, I think not she's not a even teens. I thought she was at least thirteen. I could be wrong. <laughs> not yes. that that's better. Uh, I think that they at least like talk about sex okay. or just like talk about desire, and that's a no-no with little Catholic girls. Sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, we can move on. Okay. I just, I, I just remembered my friend saying "oh shit" in front of the entire class. It's one of my favorite moments. All right, so another teams. character that we learn about is Abby. Um, Stella is watching a video of Abby, who is her sister, skydiving, and she and Stella is crying. Soon after, we find out that Abby is dead because Will says, Abby's dead, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this sort of, like, this. now we understand that Stella is really careful because she feels like she can't die because her sister did and her parents have uh, lost so much already. Um, and in case we haven't gotten this, Will asks if that's why she's so careful about her medical care. Yeah, wild. It's totally spelled out for us. It's it's just, I, I think this is the most frustrating part um, about teen movies because it feels like they're saying that the audience is stupid and won't get it. I mean, obviously, like... <laughs> Abby's dead. <laughs> like, obviously, in, in all movies, that this is a problem of, of like, saying, saying and not showing, but it's especially frustrating when when it's just so blatant and it's also frustrating when the movie when every scene in this movie is 10 years long and so it, they really bludgeon you over the head with it but also we know that we the only thing we know about abby is that she's a risk taker because she likes skydiving mm-hmm. and uh, cliff diving which is how she died yep. she she cliff dived and she died which we find out later <laughs> but i wanted to be like it's way more <laughs> likely that she would just you know get hit by a car like i <sighs> That's I've true. been skydiving and it was very safe. That's a good point. Also, but what's funny is when I when we find out that Abby is a skydiver, I immediately was like, she died from skydiving. Like I she it died was from so skydiving. It was so, like it was not a surprise. But that's a really good point. Like you are way more likely to just have a have a normal everyday accident and die. Um I also know this girl, I won't say who it is, but I know <laughs> this girl who went not cliff cliff jumping into water like where you can just Mm. jump into a a really deep pool which is safe in itself but she jumped into the water and water just like rushed up her asshole (laughs) because you're supposed to if you jump off a waterfall or jump into jump off a cliff you're supposed to really clench your butt cheeks and she didn't or she wasn't told that and so water just ballooned her asshole (laughs) was it okay I it wasn't like medically dangerous like it came back out but she was like extremely uncomfortable she was like I've never felt anything like that and I never will I had a similar experience (laughs) um so not anonymous because it was me I was in Israel and we uh yes I've been to Israel um and (laughs) we we were jumping we were going to jump off this like massive cliff um, actually, yeah. extreme sports are like really big in Israel. Like my On orthodox, <laughs> my orthodox relative uh, relatives. Um, there's like videos of them like hanging from cliffs, like Ooh. in full skirts and wigs. So, but anyway, so uh, yeah, I jumped <laughs> off a cliff and water went inside me, and cool. Then it came out of me over the next like ten minutes. As <laughs> yeah, I yeah, yeah. Walked around. 
I just, it's funny to me that that doesn't like injure you, but that happens to people because I had heard of that. What did yeah. injure me is that I, I definitely didn't do it right. Um, I had my legs kind of in like a seated position. And so I just bruised like all my, all my legs, like the underside of my legs. Oh, like I kind of just like sat, you with water. I just like sat into the water. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the sound effect. Um, also, was this on birthright or were you just like there on vacay? I, so I've never been on birthright. I still okay. could go, actually, because they keep extending how old you... To find a husband? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bye, Walt. Um, but I I went when I was 13 with my family. Um, like okay. I said, I have a lot of family members who live there. And technically, we sort of went for my bat mitzvah. Um, and do, like, skydiving and cliff diving? They do some cool stuff. I don't know if they have skydived. Um, skydived. Um, anyway, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the thing we learn is that... Uh, Stella has survivor's guilt, which is mm. a real thing. It's when someone close to you passes away and you're guilty that you were the one left uh, alive. But again, the movie just hits us over the head by being like, you're not afraid of dying. You have survivor's guilt. You're a sick girl with survivor's guilt. It, to which I just was like, this is a rich hospital. Do these people not get therapists? Oh, good I feel point. like they should have therapists. Absolutely. Um, important to point out that we see an old vlog of Abby singing Bushel and a Peck from Guys and Dolls. Yes. Which came up in another movie we watched and yes. again is one Guys of my favorite dolls. musicals. Uh, how did you feel about uh, Jughead singing it to her before her surgery? Okay, I can't help. This is me being lame, but the, the song says like, I love you in it. And yeah. I, if I were a teen and a boy sang I would me never a song that's, yeah, exactly. If a boy sang me a song that said, I love you in it, I would flip out. And I also, wouldn't, yeah. I like wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to sing a song. That said, I so love for that. the for the listeners, um, there's a subplot where Stella's port, uh, where she gets her feeding tube put in, gets hella infected, mm-hmm. and so she has to do a surgery, which you know because they have a procedure sign that says no food after six a.m. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while she's in there, Jughead, sorry, Will Will sneaks into the room, <laughs> dressed as a doctor, and sings her sister's song to her, which she used to sing, um, before all her things, like in her vlogs. He's a cute little voice. And then he sneaks out very sneakily, which I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was cute. Something I, I also was like, are her parents not? Th- like That's it, another, exactly. It was a risky surgery, but like, why aren't her parents at her bedside? There, there's absolutely implications that she will die from the surgery and her parents are not there. The other, two things, <laughs> the other things I wanted to point out is that everyone has cool POC friends. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. the, the new trend in casting, which I've brought up in Tall Girl, is that when you want to appear woke, but you don't want any people of color as main roles, you can just pepper the extras with cool POC friends, which is what this movie does and what Jughead's friends are. They're like the cool POCs. Um, And then also the other thing I noticed is that uh, we get a taste of Will's drawings. Oh, yeah. What are are your thoughts? Okay, so (laughs) I'm, again, an idiot, and he gives um, Stella this, like, cartoon, which I like, and my first thought was, why did he have to like stare at her and sketch her to make this cartoon <laughs> that is not anything like her? Yeah, which that is answered later, but yes. it is funny because he's like, she's like, why cartoons? And he's he says like, they're subversive. Oh my god! With his like freaking Simpsons ass like <laughs> Family Guy cartoon. So like, are we supposed to believe um, that he he he's like fighting against authority? Like he 
and with cartoons like that's it just means that he watches rick and morty like if this were a real person he'd be like have you ever heard of rick and morty or like have you ever heard of bojack horseman (laughs) like for the record i actually do like bojack horseman but he is a total type of teen who would be like these cartoon like cartoons for like depressed adults basically yeah um i can see that yeah but it you know that's the first taste we get of his art and then he he likes he like sees her sister's art on the wall which mm. i didn't even realize a person made i thought it was like a print absolutely out it looks like something you, you would buy from etsy yeah and he's like oh who made that your sister okay this is also unrealistic off. to me uh which is men asking about other people's art <laughs> sorry <laughs> no <laughs> um and and like being interested um not yeah all, or the trope men, of like but... <laughs> I've, I've gotta draw you i want to draw yeah. you like is that <laughs> Wait, why? Why? I don't. Just I guess I don't. Else. Actually, I do know an artist. I have a friend. I have a friend from high school who became an artist for Nickelodeon, and he worked on um, uh, some cartoons. That's so cool. Oh wait, remember. I just I remember a story. Right I was once in a coffee shop in Washington D.C. where I used to live called Songbird, and someone drew me. Well, oh, I, I love was... Songbird. Sorry. Oh, you've been there. Yeah. Someone was cool, drawing me without my permission that's non-consensual i like i like kind of wonder was it a man yeah i wonder if they were i think he might have like maybe maybe not like maybe had some sort of mental health issue or whatever you know what i'm saying but yeah he was like blatantly drawing me and i was super uncomfortable and so i just like was eating the sandwich and i was like i'm gonna eat the sandwich as grossly (laughs) as possible was he our age (laughs) was he our age i want to say that he was like 30 to 40 oh my god shit i would be scared yeah and then i ate the sandwich gross and then i left (laughs) and then you realized he was like yeah she's (laughs) eating it gross (laughs) oh what if he like what if he like took the drawing like fold it into a little airplane and just like (laughs) shot it so it just like flew directly into like my hands and then i into your sandwich yeah and then i'm just it's a gross gross picture of me eating a sandwich it's you eating a sandwich on top of your giant boobs okay um (laughs) we could yeah bimbified jane um we can i think we can move on i don't think i had any other notes here all right so i just wrote cool poc friends barb yeah <laughs> oh, this is my favorite part okay so barb, barb recognizes that will and stella are falling in love and so she warns will <laughs> that it's dangerous for them to like be close together he of course immediately decides to stop seeing stella and then she posts a video about how she wants to be five feet apart rather than six feet apart and risk the extra foot um Okay, yeah. <laughs> she shows up at Will's room and she has a pool cue and she asks him if he's like in to hang out with this pool cue between them and he stares at her for 30 <laughs> seconds and then he says, I'm so in. Uh, and so then I guess they go on this date <clears throat> and he's they end up her. at the hospital pool Sorry. <laughs> and they like strip off all their clothing and uh, so we can like see their scars but to our knowledge they don't masturbate. <laughs> we don't see that. I don't know. We don't uh, get to see that. The, the reason I know that uh, racism still exists in America is that in this movie, they made Barb say, oh, hell no. Nah. I wrote the same quote down. <laughs> I yelled. Yeah. I felt so bad for this actor. Oh, she she gets another line like that later, too. I felt she, so bad. There's, I just wrote, yes. hmm. She has lots of, like, and she says, like, baby, and... Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Whew. I... Uh, I did like, something I did like was the gift that he gives to her, which a teen boy would never make, which after her surgery, she wakes up and he gives her this gift 
and it's um paper flowers folded like the flowers that were in her sister's drawing oh and then the wrapping paper is like little cartoons of his face with heart eyes Aww. and i was like that is really cute I yeah i i like looked at I that i did not yeah. understand that um uh but no one no teen boy would ever do that sorry um this is she calls him while high and says like you're hot (laughs) oh right right yeah so were you were you horny for these teens oh my god um (laughs) the (sighs) i liked i liked the gift the this is the horniest scene in the movie when they're by the pool when they're by the swimming pool with the pool cue. She like rubs uh, it. She kind of like rubs it. On she rubs it on her tits. Um, yeah, <laughs> which I guess is like supposed to be like he's like touching her with the the pool cue. I don't he know. He said, "I hate. I don't like the lines that were given to him in these in mm-hmm. the scene, but I I do like." He's like, "God, you're so beautiful," which yeah. I'm like, "That's not real." But he does say, I wish I could touch you, which I was like, eh, whatever, that's hot. And then he uses the billiard cue to touch her boob. I was like, they should do a five foot long or a six foot long sex toy <gasps> where there's a dildo on one end and a flashlight on oh the other. God. Ew, ew, <laughs> ew, ew. Oh, God. That's what I'm they should disturbed. do. No, actually, they should just masturbate across yeah. the room from each I other. I honestly, like, if... If this was a good movie, which it's not, I think, like, they would have, if not now. They would have already masturbated. If not now, like... I think this would actually be a great second date in, like, a good movie, and then they, they do that. Um, it sort of reminds me a little bit of, like... Oh, yeah, this is their first date. The Notebook, shit. which I think actually is a great movie, and, like, yeah, I think agreed. it is, like, realistic, and also, like, their sex scene when they just, like, take off their clothing. Um, but I was uncomfortable watching this. I, I did have to shield... <laughs> I had to shield my eyes, I will be honest. Um, they're both very attractive, but something about it just... I just um, kept being like, what me. if he puts the pool cue under her skirt and then scream? <laughs> I was freaking out. Um, the big flaw here, too, is that she has this long-term close friendship with Poe where they can't touch each other. They're, mm. you know, they they talk on Zoom a lot and they talk across the hall a lot. And so clearly they've figured out the habits of being socially distanced from each other. But then everyone treats it as this huge risk that she's flirting with Will because they're just like, you're just going to get so horny <laughs> that you won't control yourself. Yeah. Um, which maybe is like the point that like teens just want to touch each other. I don't know. I was like, if she's so trusted to hang out with Poe, why is everyone freaking out? That's true. Also, it's, I think you sort of mentioned this, but like, it's not consistent throughout the movie what is safe and what isn't. Like, even when her and Will are like walking in the hallway or at the NICU, like, they're closer than six feet apart. Like, and there's tons of moments where even like they go in the pool. Like, can you just yeah. go in also, the pool? Yeah. Also, I was like, pool? is it fine for them to swim with like ports on their body? I, I don't know. I don't but know. like, yeah, I uh, I didn't like it. Uh, I also was like, wow, she's so sad because she has an extremely conventionally attractive body with some very neat surgical scars and, like, her, you know, airy American Eagle-ass underwear. Oh, yeah. I was, just like, I was like, I have oh, that, Oh, she's like, oh, <laughs> nothing about me is sexy. And he's like, everything about you is sexy. Okay. We love a... And then, we, and then he strips and I was like, oh, we love this, like, artistic skinny teen. Oh, yeah, super Jughead. skinny. Okay, also, skinny this is, like, Jughead. the first time where she's like, I'm going to risk my life for you. And I think it's wrong. I think that's bad. I don't, I don't think that she it should. also doesn't make sense. Ah, it's so hard. At the big but... moment where she's like, I'm going to take back one foot and make it five feet instead of six feet. because Like, that's supposed to be a big moment for her because she's, like, bending the rules by one foot 
to like have a life and she's like you're not the thief anymore cf i am and i'm like none of this makes sense like if this were truly a risk like they wouldn't even be on the same floor like yeah you would just not be able to see each other and also she uh, we're led to at least she can date other people there like there are people in the yes. world who she can safely date um obviously there's there would still be challenges for her always but uh she doesn't like have to torture herself like this and literally risk her life the other thing here that i found annoying was the like pithy therapized relationshipy stuff like um there's this conversation she has with poe where he's like we know what's going on here like will's a risk taker just like abby and that's why you were like so attracted to him and she's like well you've ruined every chance you've ever had at love i'm like can't you just be like when i was a teen it was not so like cerebral what was going on exactly it's just this whole (laughs) thing of like the wise sick teen that like knows more about like when i was a teen you just broke up with people because it just didn't work out yeah my (laughs) high school boyfriend like we didn't even talk to each other like we like we were like the most immature so like the idea (laughs) of having like any concept of of being in love or like caring about someone like i just had no I had like no maturity in that it's realm. It's also just like wrong. And you just like just... people when you're a teen. You're just like, oh, they're hot, or you're like, oh, they're into the same things that I am. Yeah, and then also or like, oh, this boy is funny. Things <laughs> with, <laughs> like that's all with Poe and like his relationships. I actually like sort of appreciated that like he had something to do, but it <laughs> is kind of like okay, so you're sixteen. Yes, so Poe's character arc is that he's dated multiple people, which I assume he's just, like, a serial monogamist who, like, doesn't stay with people once they're in love with him because he's too afraid to, like, love someone because he might just die. Yeah, and make them Um, He's like, when I I turn 18... Oh, right, he's um, turning 18. Right, right, right. He's like, when I turn 18, there's no more full coverage, so, like, when I you know get with someone they'll just have to pay for my health care and i was like oh that's why we need single payer (laughs) (laughs) medicare Medicare for all Um, she should have been like stella should have been like well i was on this political campaign and we we were like fighting for medicare for all (laughs) i was like yeah i was volunteering for the affordable care act which didn't help you anyway um but we uh we we get that like poe is this person who doesn't have a problem finding love but is too afraid of fight again too therapized for like 16 year olds and like why is he at 18 <sighs> thinking about i mean obviously it is different because he thinking about could getting die in fact he does die um he's thinking about like being with someone forever well they like, also chill. like i got confused because there's a point later where he's like i'm gonna go when he finally decides to go to to, to be with the person he loves he's like He's like, Michael and I are going to go visit my mom. And I'm like, wait, are they getting engaged? (laughs) I got so confused. He's like, Michael's coming down and we're going to go see my mom. And she's like, oh, my gosh. Yay. And I. I, uh, It was a big step for those 18 year old people acting wise. Go visit mom. It is like, um, do you you know, in Sister of the Traveling Pants, the other sickly child, the sickly child. I look like her. Yeah. Who's like. (laughs) preternaturally wise yes oh you do i okay so this was a thing this was a thing (laughs) (laughs) he's just freaking out okay first of all i love sisterhood of the traveling pants so much so much the books are amazing um yes the first movie is amazing i don't recall the second one being that great but um and i look like the child who dies from cancer and i looked more like her (laughs) when i was younger like i truly like really looked like her when i was younger um so she's my my doppelganger we were watching that movie. Me, my mom and I watched that movie together, and she was like, "Why is this child so wise?" Yeah, she definitely <laughs> teaches is, 
teaches what they uh, do to what's her sickly name? teens. Who's Amber Tamblyn's character? Mm. Who's now? By the way, Amber Tamblyn is in a relationship with David Tibby. Cross. Tibby. Right? Whoa. Tibby. Yeah, and David Cross is like I could be. I feel like I'm getting people's names wrong right now, but he's is like David a huge Cross Bernie like guy. Yeah, he's like a huge Bernie bro, and she's like mm-hmm. at hardcore like Warren Stan. Aww. Interesting, but she well, she's kind of a lib. But anyway, <laughs> back to sisterhood. Um, <laughs> well, I, I that was that was the main thing I wanted to say. Like, this is where you're like, oh, these teens are so wise because they're so sick. Yeah, which is not real. Okay, okay. we got to keep going. <laughs> this movie also okay. This movie everything goes on too long. There's too many anyway. twists and turns. I will say, um, I watched an illegally downloaded version. Ooh. And when I saw that it was an hour and 56 minutes, <laughs> I thought there was, like, a glitch. Like, I thought there would be, like, 30 <laughs> minutes of, like, I don't know, Bill I also Clinton just think... speaking. <laughs> I... <laughs> I did not have sexual relations to that one. Wow, what a what a millennial uh, throwback. <laughs> uh, okay, keep going. All right. <clears throat> so it's Will's birthday. Uh, Stella throws him a surprise dinner party with the help of Poe. Barb catches them, and she's super pissed, and she's, like, going to transfer Will to protect Stella. Okay, the next day, Poe dies, and we get the most stereotypical melodramatic hospital scene, and this is when Barb is like, come on, baby, live, baby. It's just, like, really rough dialogue. Um, Stella freaks out, and she destroys all of, like, the art and the candles and stuff in her room, and she decides that she's, like, ready to live her life more freely because Poe didn't get to, and she asks Will to come on a walk with her to go see the lights of the city, and just to make sure, again, just to make sure we know what's happening, Will asks her, is this about Poe? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, your friend died. Okay. Her friend died 30 minutes before. She's acting irrationally, and then he, like, has to ask her if it's about Poe. I was also extremely annoyed here because everything was so improbable. She she has this surprise birthday for Will where Poe gets to cook them food for some reason. Is it allowed for them to be in the kitchen? That's like not safe. But um they steal a bunch of food from the VIP kitchen of the hospital and there's like lobsters and champagne. And then um everybody brings their two to three cool POC best friends to the dinner. <laughs> like where are these children's um, parents? Isn't it? So where are the like parents? Late, why are they night? allowed here? Uh why are there lobsters? That also wouldn't make sense. You wouldn't just have like frozen lobsters in a hospital. Uh, where are they getting the champagne? Will is coughing at the dinner. It oh, was yeah. actually, it made me think about like, oh shit, should I like think about not going for Thanksgiving? Holy anyway, shit. But Wait, I, was, I, was I was afraid. I was literally going to say like, this is exactly what every Thanksgiving is going to look like this year where it's like, yeah. people are like, we're six feet apart, but like you're not at all. And the food, you're like passing around food and someone's He also coughing. dies, Poe dies of a collapsed lung, I think it's. I missed I had it. to research that. I had to research how he died. Um, but it, again, like, is weird that he suddenly died. Um, but it, it is, again, like, there's some statements about, like, Poe being, like, Poe saying to Barb, like, we were safe, like, you taught us to be. Like, we tried to do this fun thing safely. Um, and it just, you know, the whole movie's about, like, being safe versus not. But why not, like, discuss a plan going forward? Like, you can't just go very, very careful and then very, very risky. Like, you could say, like, okay, you guys are allowed to hang out, but, like, do this. I don't... There's a difference between saying, like, you can't see anyone or you can't see this bad boy versus, <laughs> like, hey, you guys should just, like, not kiss. I don't yeah. know. It's just so... I ugh. agree. I, I think that, like... Illogical. Um, It's probably just for the for the plot that, like, she's yeah. like, we're going to move him because that is more dramatic. 
it was triggering to me because that's how people are acting about covid where like um i don't know this is just a pet issue and maybe people disagree but like there's a lot of there's a certain group of people who are like you should just stay inside and never see anyone and Mm -hmm. like just just don't do anything don't see anyone don't go to work like you know and i do think that actually um a bunch of people who've worked on like campaigns such as hiv and like condom use are like no actually abstinence abstinence teaching never works Mm -hmm. and like we should be teaching people how to be social safely because otherwise people are going to commit suicide like Uh, suicides are up right now um sorry to make things grim but like that's sort of the analogy where it's like actually you need people to figure out how to live their life long term safely uh yeah instead of like making a dichotomy between doing nothing at all and like being risky Okay, I have a question. Stealing that one foot back. Have you ever anyway. gotten mad and destroyed all of your possessions? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. Um, no. <laughs> I think like I don't. I tend to. I think I've gotten really mad and just like hit the wall, mm. like hit stuff. But I would never break my shit. I think maybe with her because we're supposed to believe she's OCD. Like it's a big deal. But I, I, I hate it. I hate. They do this in TV shows all the time and whenever people do it i'm just like you're gonna have to clean that up stop <laughs> stop it you're gonna have to clean up all the food or whatever it is like if you push all the food i do off know the table, stop i do know someone who like when they get mad they like will kind of like knock over a chair or something like that but that's not the same as breaking a glass jar <laughs> the only time i get violent is i really <laughs> i like really can't handle when technology doesn't work like for whatever mm-hmm. reason like it it truly like sends me into a rage and so i have my dad like, does that i have thrown phones and like i have Hell yeah or, or like when ipods were a thing like i have like smashed an ipod just because i've been so angry that rage it wasn't working Ugh. uh anyway but she, but then she decides after this rage session that like She's just going to say, fuck it. I've been living for my treatments instead of doing my treatments so that I can live. Again, a false dichotomy. Um, and then they go outside to go. Again, I, I actually was like, what lights? I missed, Where are they? I missed it. It was something like about her sister that her sister like showed her. I still don't know what the lights oh, are. I still they're don't know what they stars, are. They're stars or they're like the building lights that like look like stars. Something. Yeah. So they like walk that. two miles in the snow with bad lungs on a very cold night. Jugga doesn't have a hat. They're not dressed warmly. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah. They they would die just from doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah I was like the lights are seeing the city from a hill. Walking two miles slowly up a hill. That's probably like an hour. I don't know. And Maybe. I would figure someone would notice they were gone before then, but they don't. And then. So they yeah, does no one check on these people at <laughs> night? Anyway, again, oh, they're wait, free. They're free to roam like, around. Barb, uh, the nurse, is like conveniently there for everything. Like my my sister's a nurse, and she works about three days a week for twelve hour shifts, something like that. So like, oh yeah, Barb doesn't Barb have is, consistent hours. She's just always there and like has no no other patients, nothing else going on besides. Stella. Yeah, no other patient. <laughs> ah, okay. All right. So Stella and uh, Will go up this hill, and they're like hanging out on a frozen lake, um, walking on frozen ice. And she gets a text <laughs> that there are lungs ready for her for a transplant, but she ignores it, um, supposedly because suddenly she she isn't interested in the promise of five more years, which I don't believe at all. Of course, mm-hmm. she would want that. Um, and then, of course, Stella falls through the ice, obviously. Uh, Will has to give her mouth-to-mouth, and he's, like, coughing and, like, spitting up stuff the entire time. Um, 
she is unconscious for maybe five minutes. And at this point, I was just like, please die so this movie can, can end. I'm tired. Um, but at the last second, she, like, coughs up water, and they, they make it to the hospital where the lung transplant works out. And Will learns that he, he didn't um, infect her with his infection. And we also learn that his drug trial is not working. Yeah, so as the movie's rocketing to the end, just a lot of annoying things happen. Yes. Uh, they walked on the ice. Um, also, they were like, a 5'2 teen just died in a car crash. I was like, it's me. I'm giving her my lungs. <laughs> um, but yes, I also was like, why would she fucking ignore the text so she can walk around in a lake? This makes no sense. We, we, we're, there's no reason to believe that Stella suddenly doesn't care about having a longer life and um, living as much as possible. So completely unbelievable. Um, obviously, she's really upset because her friend died. So maybe, uh, but no. And then when she fell through the ice, I was just, I was just honestly angry. Like it was unnecessary. Well, like also, they would both die because she would die because of pneumonia. She wouldn't, or not pneumonia, hypothermia. She wouldn't mm-hmm. die because of not of drowning. She would die because it's cold. I was and just, then <sighs> his hand would get frostbite, and he would have to cut it off. I was angry because like this is sort of being cruel to your characters it felt like mm. like unnecessarily tra- like, like saying uh, making your character say i owned a ferret i was a ferret kid which he says did you catch <laughs> that did that. you catch that <laughs> what they're talking about pets and he's like i owned a ferret i was a ferret kid the, and I talk was like, about I, being cruel i wish i wish this movie would end <laughs> my god um yeah but her falling to the ice was was absurd um also at the hospital before the lung transplant, they're just like screaming at each other, like like yeah. with all of this medical equipment like all over. It's very chaotic. Um, and then of course there's that like immediate switch where she, where he's like, no, like take the lungs, and she's like, okay, yeah. all right, let's do it. <laughs> there are some open. hilarious moments here. Well, oh, there is a big moment where Jughead is the one. Okay, they almost kiss when they're out there. And Jughead pulls away and says, like, we can't. And it's, like, a big moment because, like, he's the risky one. And he's, like, oh, wait, no. And I was, like, oh, you're actually doing something with character development, whatever. But I was, like, they could just do uh, Pushing Daisies where they, like, kiss through the plastic wrap. Ah, But also, and also they're, like, six inches from each other. I'm, like, yeah, come on, guys. Anyway, but um, I love the, she's, like, screaming, like, I love him. These new lungs won't be anything without him, which I was, like, no. No one is worried that they have um, hypothermia which is the bigger issue here, mm. I feel. Um, and then there's this gratuitous shot of the lungs looking like <gasps> chicken legs yeah. in the thing. You're right. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why do they look like a rotisserie chicken? <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Um, I was actually just at Costco so and I didn't get rotisserie chicken, but it was tempting. Uh, okay, And uh, then they give everyone <clears throat> these giant coffees. Did you... <laughs> Yes. And <laughs> they I think, give these, like, monster coffees they, to everyone. I was like, Am what? I, like, imagining something or did they set – okay, my biggest pet peeve, and we've talked about this, is when people have coffee cups that are, like, very clearly not full of mm-hmm. liquid. And you so, – so there's, like, one big tell is when they put the coffee cup down and the sound mm-hmm. it makes – you can tell it's empty and I, oh i didn't notice okay they might not it might not have even happened but i just like projected i was it. just freaking out because they were each given the largest coffee that i've ever seen Which sounds <laughs> it was like good. a dunkin donut style coffee but like hot coffee like I really giant want, i want that and she just no. there's just close-up shots of them giving each person that um here's some medical annoying things bacterial cultures don't come back that fast so they wouldn't have known immediately yeah even i days. was like that feels weird also, when were they going to check if his treatment was working? 
right now like coincidentally your treatment <laughs> isn't working like, yeah huh? they were like we were like well we were waiting for stella to get a tran- lung transplant so we could tell you now that she did well sorry you're fine. also another terrible line for barb when he's planning this is the next time but this is the next line but will plans a surprise for when stella wakes up and he's talking to everyone trying to be like will you help me and barb goes hell yeah man <laughs> Poor Barb. Um, the last thing I'll say is that I I took this opportunity to look up how to do CPR because I was like oh, he's doing it wrong. He didn't. He wasn't yes. squeezing. He wasn't holding her nose. Well, actually, the thing that he's doing wrong, and a lot of people don't know this, so this is a PSA for the listeners, is that you're not supposed to give mouth to mouth that often. You're supposed to do Lung the official ratio is thirty compressions to two breaths. Mm. And if you can't remember that, you should err on the side of just doing chest compressions. Oh. That's yeah, like know. if you can't remember how how what the ratio is, just do chest compressions and don't do too many mouth to mouth. Oh, because you could hurt people more by not doing the chest compressions. Gotcha. But um, I took up this time to look up CPR because I was like, this is wrong. That's something good. That's something meaningful. Um, that's something meaningful that the movie did for me. <laughs> um, one last comment is when Will learns that like his his medicine isn't working, his mom doesn't say anything. <laughs> I'm like, were they like, so were, was she like, contra- like contractually like they were like, okay, five lines, <laughs> you get like thirty thousand dollars, but like if you say one her, more line, you're up to like her 60K. only line is when she's talking to the other mom. She doesn't say oh, anything right. to Will, and there's like tension there, which is unnecessary, but fine. All right, we're near the end. Whew. Yes, Stella wakes yes. up from her surgery. And she sees Will outside uh, beyond the glass wall. Oh and he has set up this, like, huge light display for her. And he gives this, like, terrible cheesy speech um, that he has to leave because uh, he's endangering her life. And she's sobbing and has this huge tube in her mouth, which is so distracting. <laughs> and, like, kudos to Haley or, you know, uh, Zoe Dutch for getting through the scene. Um, <laughs> it's not her. And then <laughs> Will leaves, thank God. Uh, and then... In the near distant future, Stella posts a video, the same video that we saw at the beginning of the film, saying that she misses Will's touch now that she has lost it forever, and we can decide if he's dead or or they just aren't hanging out anymore. He's probably dead. I think Bisapatia, you die. Yeah. Um, my beautiful bossy Stella. I wrote down some choice lines here. My only regret is that you didn't get to see your lights. Again, what lights? Christmas lights? Is it Christmas? We missed it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, something funny here is that everyone's helping him orchestrate this surprise because they're so happy that these teens are finally going to stop making their lives a living hell. Yes. They're just- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Enough hijinks. Yeah. Another funny thing is that he says, like, he says, like, something about there's, like, a tube in her mouth so she can't talk. Mm-hmm. So he says something that's to the effect of, like, yeah, Stella, you never could shut up. <laughs> like, I, that's another stupid yeah, you're so you're, you're a mouthy broad. <laughs> but, it, like, I'm sure it is convenient for him that she's, like, <sighs> choking on this tube. Um, <laughs> at the very end of the video, Stella is, oh is advising her, her audience to, uh, if you love someone, to touch him, touch her, and, like, obviously she should have said, touch them. It's 2020, baby. Ooh you're right 2020 um was the theme again was this movie about teens who want to be horny or was it about um measuring risk and like living your life i don't know I, I, when it ended with this touch thing i was like okay i yeah there's not a clear, <sighs> there, there's not a clear answer i do think it definitely is like you were saying at the beginning of like if you're lucky enough to touch someone you love oh then God. do it like but not like me because i have cf if um, you're lucky enough to 
um, put your fingers in somebody's... Okay. Uh, he also gives her a sketchbook of beautiful sketches of her, which is why he was looking at yes. her so long. And, now, and the then start. I was like, oh, okay. So he is an actual <laughs> We were also like, artist. what if the whole sketchbook was just like cartoons? So it was just like Stella in the style of Big Mouth and Stella in the style of Rick and Morty and Stella in the be... style of Family Guy and Bojack Horseman. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would just like start dying. <laughs> that would be a fantastic bit. There, okay, yeah. <laughs> this reminds me, not related. Did you ever read the Babysitter's Club books? Yeah, I don't remember them very okay, well. Okay, so I was obsessed with them. And there's Claudia, who is um, the Asian girl who's bad at math and loves art. Um, and then there's, like, Stacy, <sighs> who's blonde and beautiful and has diabetes. And there's mm-hmm. a, a really long scene of Claudia diabetes painting Stacy. And then when, and, and, you know, Stacy's kind of like, I'm uncomfortable, like, I want to move. And then Claudia shows her the painting and it's like an impressionist, like surrealist, just like blue canvas with like, you know, it's, it's not her. <laughs> and that reminded me of this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote that this movie is a second rate fall in our stars. Ooh, yeah. Another sickly teen. Great. I've actually never seen that movie, We're um, gonna watch it. which we are going to watch. This movie would just have been better with some editing. I think that the plot was bad but like (laughs) the way that a lot of teen movies are bad and if they had just like moved things along yes it would have been okay and it's funny because shows like Grey's Anatomy and Jane the Virgin are really good at sort of pulling you into very drama scenes where people are crying and then just smoothly flowing you right back out of them so that the show can go on yeah sort of Um, and this was the opposite sort of of related to that is like there's multiple instances of people fighting and then apologizing to each other immediately and that Mm. feels super lazy instead of kind of like building up to like one argument and having that kind of like boil over Mm. and then resolve and and then they just like had constant um constant every every scene just goes on too far like by the end of the movie i was just like uh how how much are we gonna have them like hand them their coffees just (laughs) uh i will say i like a lot of the music um I was obsessed with the band Daughter in, in college, and, mm. like, it is super, like, solemn, like, melodramatic. Um, very good for this It movie. just reminded me, so, when I, oh, my gosh, when we got married and we Us? got a person when to make our married? wedding. <laughs> when Nate and I got married and got someone to make our wedding video, um, he was having us look through this website of, like, background music that we could choose from to tell to tell him, like, what we liked and didn't like. And it was all kind of, like... I don't know, TV show music <laughs> where like, you know, like the kind of music you have in a wedding video. And that's like what the whole movie was like. It felt like yeah. they just took it from the same website that we were looking at. Okay. Well, I liked it, but that's okay. I like, <laughs> I liked, um, I thought people's acting, like Stella's acting was good. Of course. I'm trying to think of things she's, I like. She's the standout. Um, she's, um, maybe Zoe Dutch, maybe not, but she was my favorite part. I did like the first 10 minutes where they're trying to be like, this is how you can be positive when your life is falling apart. But again, it, the movie could have been about like measuring risk in a way that wasn't so dumb. But again, you know, it's for popular audiences, I guess. Uh, I, what, what are other... So you liked the music. Was there anything else you liked? Um, not really. Like this, unfortunately... <laughs> Unfortunately, this really f- did feel kind of like a slog watching this it. This was a slog, yeah. Um, I was, I did get emotional, um, I think, during Poe's death, but, like, I'm a crier. Like, I'm just, I'm going to cry if you, if you, if you ring <sighs> the bell, I'm going to cry. But um, I like the clothing, 
and I felt really That's bad it. for the doctor. So there's a little bit for the listeners if you haven't watched this movie, and we don't recommend that you watch it. Um, there's a bit where that like Poe accidentally sits on his like emergency button oh, a lot, right. so he kind of cries wolf, and then like the nurses have to come running, and he's like, "Sorry, I sat on it." Um, and so when he actually is dying, he presses it, and the doctor or the nurse is like, "Huh, he probably sat on it again." And so she like walks leisurely up to his yeah. door, and he's dying. And I felt so bad for her. <laughs> I was just like, that girl's going to go home and like have an existential crisis. It's also, so first of all, it's dumb foreshadowing and also probably not real. Like, like nurses aren't just like, ha ha, la di da. Yeah, you have to run all the time. You got to run, you, bitch. The rule is like, the rule is like, <laughs> the rule is that if you hear that, you run. Um, anyway, uh, let's answer our three questions. Please. Jane. Is this movie good or bad? It's bad. I've talked it's, enough about it's why. It's so bad, guys. It's bad. I It actually did um, fool me in the start because the sure. vlogs were done so well that I was like, ooh, what if this is a good movie? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Um, Jane, do you like this movie? Um, I'm more neutral but leaning to dislike. So I'll say I don't I like it. I disliked it. I don't like it. I thought I would and I don't. And I am someone who's watched every Grey's Anatomy episode. <laughs> so I like hospital drama. And in Grey's Anatomy, they don't walk around the hospital like it's their uh, NYU uh, fall <laughs> semester. What type of teen do you think would like this movie? Oh. Um, A fan fiction teen who yeah. likes Riverdale. I was going to say someone who who likes these actors would, would enjoy it. Um, I don't know. Someone with bad taste. Maybe. A team with bad taste. I just don't think people should watch. Maybe if a teen was watching Grey's Anatomy and they were like, and Fault in Our Stars, and then they okay. would watch this and be like, it's so much worse. The thing is, Fault in Our Stars is good. <laughs> okay, I'm I haven't. i have to convince I, you yeah. of that in the future. Yeah, that's a new, that's like a new drama that's going to go on on the pod is that I, I was... I was in the Tumblr sphere of like canceling John Green, and so like I never read Fault in Our Stars or watched Fault in Our Stars. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, I saw the I'm funny memes you. roasting it. Um, okay, um, Jane, you know we've talked so much about this bad, terrible thing. Uh, we're in COVID. We're watching a lot of movies and TV. <laughs> I just wanted to ask, what are you, what are you watching these days? Okay, so watching? my background TV <laughs> show is Gilmore Girls. Um, just kind of oh, like interesting, flying through it. Um, and in terms of like what I'm trying to watch, honestly, I need something new. So it's good we're talking about this. Walter and I watched mm. the first episodes episode of The Leftovers, and I mm. had read the book and I tried watching it. Um, and I've heard that basically it gets a lot better. So I'm kind of like mm-hmm. maybe I should stick to it, but I don't know. Love that intro song. Love that intro. Oh song. yeah, but Walter, I can tell Walter didn't like it. So. <laughs> well, that's a problem. I watched some of it and then I stopped watching it, but I might try again. Um, I do think a lot of people have watched it during quarantine because it's because we're all having a crisis. Yes. Uh, I am watching Catastrophe <gasps> at Jane's recommendation, which I really like. I think that for me, it's like a light show to watch while eating dinner. And then for Nate, I think he gets a little more stressed out because they do like fight and have like relationship drama it, in it. It is super. Okay. So. It is I'm super like tense. amused by it and like oh interesting. I don't I'm not feeling tense watching it. But I, it is. I like so we're, cry watching it. Oh, <laughs> not from I the think fighting, it's great. The... I think it's I think the dialogue is great and like it's I don't know, I like I like it a lot. Um 
I also watched, uh, movie-wise, I watched um, Portrait of a Lady on Fire oh, last night. Was it good? Um, I heard it was boring so much, and good. I liked it, and it's so much nicer to watch um, than this fucking movie. So I huh. was just like, ugh, someone who knows what they're doing. Um, I think it's a it's a broody arty, art movie, and it's literally about art. Like, a painter is the main yeah. character. So something that was just cool was just being like, oh my gosh, look, the colors, ah, like the lighting, and how beautiful the 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 places that they shot and it was a nice movie that you could like talk during because there's yeah. a there's there's not much dialogue so you can like talk and just talk about it and lesbians um, right and yeah and they kiss and it's oh it's a tragic love story uh unla- like i just i was like oh a good movie kind of like <laughs> rinsing your mouth out i'm <laughs> uh yeah and i'm planning to finish catastrophe we just got to season two. Oh, there is there is one plot that I don't love in Catastrophe, but I'm gonna let you okay. get there and see if you see how you feel about it. I like I fully like Catastrophe it. is like is in my like top ten favorite TV shows of all time. So um, I've forgiven it, but I'll see if you. There's pick some it up. Um, there's some Christmas teen and adult rom coms coming out, which is we'll have to tackle the season those. for it. We'll have to look at it and do a Christmas one. But um, any any last comments, Jane? Um, no. We're, we're ready to leave this one behind. Although I might have to do some, like, celebrity... Not celebrity, but, like, I might have to read about the cast and, like, read more about um, this Haley and this and the, the Sprouse twins. Like, I am interested I think I might in them watch, as people. I might watch her other, um, her other movie that was good. Um, something that I learned about Dylan and Cole Sprouse is that um, they were, like, acting as babies. And yes. when you're a child actor... There's child labor laws um, limiting how long a child can be on set. And the reason that they use twins a lot is then you can have them act the same child. Yeah. Just like and then uh, fla- Mary- so that you. Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're acting as twins. But I, but I mean that like oh my Cole God. and Dylan. Holy shit. You're right. Cole and Dylan. <laughs> Wait. Cole and Dylan were acting as one child That's so that right. they could flout wow. child labor what laws. What I said made no sense at all. Um, <laughs> You're just like, this is another pair of twins. <laughs> um, <laughs> that sums it up for uh, Five Feet Apart. I'm so happy to leave it behind. I hope we watch some. I hope we watch some other ones that are still bad, but more fun. <laughs> this This sucked. Um, but you know, it's all, it's all for the, for the pod. We love, we love our listeners. <laughs> um, that was, that was under the bleachers, uh, our podcast about teen content. If you, we would love, if you liked it to hit that subscribe button on whatever app or way you get your podcasts. Uh, and please don't forget to rate and leave a review. It really helps us. Uh, yeah, it helps. And, um, please share, share us with your friend. Or with a teen. Uh, you can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at at bleachers, bleacher teens. Sorry, bleacher teens. One, <laughs> One bleacher, multiple <laughs> teens. One bleacher, two teens. Um, see you. Well, we'll see you next time. Under, Under the bleachers. The bleachers. <laughs>